Biznasty telling the story that Boone Jenner was asked by Mike Babcock for his phone to see the photos on his phone, and then it was airplayed to a, a monitor in the in the office. Um, that set the, the world uh, alight, the hockey world, um, uh, about that strange, strange behavior. The Blue Jackets came out with statements from both Mike Babcock and Boone Jenner, who both deny that there was anything nefarious or anything wrong about it. It was just to get to know the player. Um, but there's a lot of people talking because it just seems strange. Uh, I thought that uh, O-Dog and the boys really got into it on overdrive, and I'm excited to get into it with Kristen Shilton, who knows the, this head coach very well. Kristen Shilton from ESPN, NHL reporter. Kristen, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Brendan. How are you? I'm good, good. It's good to talk to you. This is a strange story to talk about. I don't think anyone expected uh, Mike Babcock to have the headlines before the Blue Jackets played the game, but yet here we are. You were around uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs very closely on that daily beat. You know, this is a, a head coach that you know very well. What was your first reaction when you heard this story come out? You know, I I wouldn't say that I was necessarily surprised uh, by it, just because I know that uh, Babcock definitely has used different, uh, call it modalities in the past, to get to know his players and to, uh, I think, to try to connect with them or to find out what makes them tick. Or uh, obviously there was uh, the incident that happened with Mitch Marner uh, that, you know, has come up again and resurfaced again. Uh, in the wake of of these new um, revelations about how Babcock is going about, um, you know, interacting with his players and where it can seem like one thing when it's behind closed doors and then it can feel another way, obviously, uh, when it comes out uh, into the public sphere. So I I wouldn't say that I was surprised. It, It certainly seems to fit a sort of pattern with Babcock in terms of just maybe him uh, being a coach that doesn't follow the traditional paths when it comes to, uh, you know, just how he conducts himself with, with his players. And obviously the, the jacket statement saying that it wasn't anything that came with ill intent. It wasn't Babcock trying to pry into people's private lives or anything like that. It was just a, a sort of get to know you situation. If that's the case and it was innocent, then, um, you know, and, and that's certainly uh, there's been plenty of feedback from other players that 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 is the way that it seems. Um, but it, it does kind of fit into Babcock's just his M.O. as a coach and just maybe taking different approaches and trying to get to know uh, his players. If that is what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two sides to every story, obviously. The Columbus Blue Jacket statement, which we all expected would be, you know, Mike Babcock trying to clarify it and d- deny that there was anything wrong with it. Boone Jenner was also very clear with it, too. Do you think the story just goes away now? Because I feel like this is going to hang over their head for a little while. And Jarmo Kekalainen, the uh, general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, is, is going to be thinking about this for a while and will be fielding a lot of questions about his new hire. Yeah, I don't think it's something that will just go away. I mean, obviously the NHLPA is going to look into this. They are. There's an ongoing, uh, you know, investigation aspect to this as well, just because obviously the players want to be sure that there isn't, you know, some of their own people being violated in any way or, or made to feel uncomfortable or made to feel like they have to share personal things that they don't want to uh, with their coach. And that's something that I think is important. Um, that, you know, it, you know, that's what's going to, I think, essentially, quote unquote, make the story go away mm-hmm. is that you need to have that, um, I think, that investigation from the PA and, and for them to feel satisfied with uh, whatever they uncover there and, and to see for themselves that there wasn't anything that made players uncomfortable in the way that Babcock was uh, dealing with them. And, you know, it's 
it's certainly not something that's just specific to um, Columbus either. I mean, I, I spoke with Nazem Kadri here at the player tour in Las Vegas uh, yesterday, and I asked him, you know, did Babcock ever ask to look at photos on your phone when you were, uh, you know, a player in Toronto? And he said, yeah, you know, I showed him a few pictures, but, you know, he said it felt pretty innocent. And he said, I've heard stories about other players who were asked uh, about it as well. So I don't think it's a new tactic by any means um, mm-hmm. from Babcock in terms of trying to get to know his players. But uh, I, I don't think it's a story that will go away at this point until the PA, you know, kind of investigates itself and um, ideally reveals what they find. And, and if they say that they're satisfied that nothing, you know, uh, it, you know, nothing bad was, was going on behind the scenes, then I think that that's kind of how you sort of shuffle, uh, shuffle it aside and just sort of move on. One of the biggest criticisms about Mike Babcock when he was dismissed in Toronto was that he didn't adapt and he didn't connect with today's player. And he's even now with this statement, um, you know, come out and said he's an old school guy with an old school approach. But to be back in the NHL now, a few years removed from that, like we've seen it across the board. You have to adapt. There's the, the players are very different than when he was winning cups with the Red Wings. Do you think he's changed much as a coach and is prepared for um, now the, the, the storm and the, I would say, the even greater uh, spotlight that's on his team heading into this season? Well, I don't know that you necessarily would expect Mike Babcock to have changed, particularly. Uh-huh. I mean, it's at that point, or at this point, I should say, in his career, I mean, he doesn't have to, you know, he just spent however many years, you know, on the lease payroll, not even working, you know, and except in a volunteer role, obviously, in Saskatchewan, but uh, when he would have gone in and talked to Kekalainen about, you know, his approach, I don't know that he would have said, well, I'm completely different than who I've been for the last, you know, 20, 30 years. It just doesn't happen that way. It, it, you hire the coach for who he is now and for who he's been in the past, the coach that won championships, that's had success at the international level, who has made the most of talent, uh, that he's had around him at certain stages of his career. Now, did things go the way that they would have expected it to in Toronto? No, there was definitely, um, you know, I think some disappointment there in terms of how Bob Cox's tenure went uh, because it didn't get the least where they were expecting to go with him as their coach. So um, I, I'm not surprised that, you know, the questions come up, oh, is he too old school? Is he too traditionalist to connect with players? You know, I if you're winning, I don't know how much that matters. But can you win with a coach that can't connect properly with his players? That's you know, it's it's six of one, half a dozen of the other is what comes first, right? The chicken or the egg. So if if Babcock goes into this season in Columbus and the Blue Jackets are winning and they can put last year uh, in the rear view and and really kind of start fresh with uh, you know this new coach and and with the new direction that he's going to take them in, then stuff like this, it, it sort of fades into the background. But if Columbus starts poorly and if they don't get going, they don't get traction, that's when you start to ask the questions again of, you know, is this the right coach for a team that is, you know, maybe a little, um, you know, that is a little fragile after how last year went and that is really looking to win. And that's obviously what Kekalainen wants. Uh, it's why he brought in Babcock to, to coach this team. And I just don't know that you can expect him to be different than who he's been because what would be the impetus on his part to change? He didn't have to come back to coaching if he didn't want to, and he found a team that wanted to hire him. So uh, I think this is, you know, Babcock it will will be who Babcock has always been. 
Well said. Kristen, this was great. Appreciate you taking the time to join us. Look forward to talking to you again. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great time in Vegas. Thank you. Kristen Shilton from ESPN, NHL reporter.